Happy Bruce Day Tuesday, everybody. My name is Caroline King, and you're listening to Bitch Beer. going it's your girl caroline and we have an amazing episode of bitch beer coming at you today how's everybody doing i'm doing great i just came back from a killer retreat up to ella j and when i say retreat um i literally (laughs) i just used my aunt and uncle's cabin in ella j (laughs) it's nothing fancy um the, the cabin's beautiful though and it was right on the river i went up there with my dog wrigley we had so much fun I highly recommend it. If anybody can get away from the city or where you are and just go near nature for a little while, totally recommend it. Also, LJ and Blue Ridge, I did not realize how poppin' it is up there. I had so much fun. I went apple picking. I went flower picking. Wrigley and I went on a ton of hikes. We went out to eat. It was just like the best vacation and the best getaway. Just me and my dog. It was amazing. I I don't know. I I was super happy. (laughs) Also, I don't okay, I don't know if y'all saw this, but like a couple months ago, my page got attacked by like all these crazy trolls. I have no idea what even started it. I guess this like crazy like QAnon right-wing person found my page and was like posting about how like this is what happen it happens when you give feminists a platform. <laughs> I literally don't know where this dude even found me. It was insane. But all of a sudden, I had like hundreds of these like incels on my page. Like, you're a slut and you're never going to be married and you're going to live alone forever. And somebody posted, they go, you're just going to live alone with your dog forever. And I was like, I mean, that sounds kind of (laughs) crazy. Anyways, it was kind of crazy. I think I still have some um, some left up in the comments. I mean, I was happy for the free engagement on my page. That stuff's not hard. That's not, that stuff's not easy to come by, you know, getting people to come and look at my page. And, you know, the Instagram algorithm's always changing. I try to keep track of it, but, you know, it's almost impossible. Anyways, um, yeah, it was a great time. I highly recommend Ella J, Blue Ridge, North North Georgia in general, especially now that it's getting to be fall and autumn. And this is truly one of my favorite beer seasons. For anybody that knows me, um, or if you don't know me, now you get to know, I fucking love me some fall beer. And that means pumpkin beer, Oktoberfest, any sort of like fall, like lagers and everything. I'm all about it. Fall's my favorite season. And it's just, it's just so feels like maybe it's because of like school years and I I haven't been in school in forever, but maybe it's just like, it feels like a fresh, crisp take on the world. I don't know, but fall's my favorite season. Speaking of Oktoberfest, there is so many, there are so many events coming up with Oktoberfest. I am so excited. I know Halfway Crooks has a ton of stuff going on, which I'm, I practically live at Halfway Crooks at this point, Um, but I'm definitely going to be up there trying their, uh, trying their fest beer. And um, I know Wild Leap has a huge event coming up at their new Atlanta location. Um, If you haven't been to the Atlanta Wild Leap location, just go. 
It is amazing. It is one of my favorite spots in Atlanta. Um, last time I was there, it was before the Beyonce concert, and it was so much fun. We had some slushies and then just like walked across to the stadium. It was a blast. Um, I know there's a ton of other places. Oh, Elsewhere, Elsewhere Brewing, they opened up their new bar on the West Midtown area. I think it's in like the paper factory. Um, I went there for their friends and family opening and it was a blast. It was so much fun. Um, Sarah and Sam, they are amazing humans. Those are the owners and they just it's just beautiful in there. It's so pretty and just the just the, the vibe of it is so chill. It's great. They have beer and cocktails, which is awesome. And they're next door to a restaurant. So it's kind of got everything you need. Also, they have like pickleball courts behind them, like in the parking lot. I thought that was super cool. I'm not a pickleball person. Um, I only heard about pickleball because of Real Housewives. And I guess everybody's fucking playing pickleball right now. Um, I literally went to my aunt and uncle's house for Rosh Hashanah dinner and <laughs> my my cousin and my uncle were like, oh yeah, we just got done playing pickleball. I was like, who, how, how am I not getting invited to play pickleball? So if anybody wants to play pickleball with me, um, send an invite and teach me how to play because I've played tennis but never pickleball. Anyway, so that's catching y'all up on me. Um, we've got a great episode today. I'm so excited. As many of you all know, there's been a pretty big move in the beer industry. Um, and today, I get the pleasure of interviewing Ty Gilmore, president of Tilray Brands U.S. Beer Division. So as you may or may not know, Tilray is a cannabis company for medical and rec- recreational purposes and has recently gotten to the craft beer space. They started with their acquisition of Sweetwater Brewing about two years ago, and now they've made major waves in the beer industry by purchasing eight popular beer and beverage brands from AB InBev, which AB InBev is Anheuser-Busch, Anheuser-Busch, think Budweiser. Um, And so this is a huge move. I'm so excited to go straight to the source for the latest news and what's in store. So let's just get into it. Cheers. All right. Hi, Ty. How's it going? Hey, Caroline. Great. How are you? Doing great. Yeah, good to see you again, too. Thank you so much for joining me today. No, I'm so excited to be talking with you. I've met you a few times in person. We had a great time backstage at Sweetwater 420 Fest. That was so much fun getting to see pigeons playing ping pong. And oh, man, what a great time. We had a good we had a really good crowd. You know, you think about that event and how fast it came together and, you know, to get 5000 people out there, you know, um, on Saturday and so much fun that was uh, i mean everything came together so well and you guys did it at sweetwater this year which was really fun that was a good move that was like tons of fun yeah you know the the one thing that really kind of hit me when we were doing it um you know and i've only been with with tilray um now for a little over eight months so i i don't have a lot of the history before but there were so many consumers that came out to our tap room that had never been there before and so when you start thinking about great beer, great music, good times in a responsible way, and people get to see kind of the tap room and what we're all about, it was uh, hopefully we've had a lot a lot of people that have come back and spent a few more hours enjoying some of the great beer and some of the, the experiences, et cetera. No, so. that, that's a, such a good point to bring up because I, I know I brought a couple of friends with me and they were just going through the tap room, through the brewery, and just kind of getting to geek out with them over like, oh yeah, these are the fooders, these are the tanks, this is... So 
it's it's just so cool for people to see that because everybody sees y'all on grocery store shelves, but being able to see y'all in person is just totally different experience. Yeah, and it's just such a cool place. I mean, like you know, to have weddings or rehearsals or private events. I mean, we have so much room and and space to do a lot of that. It's uh, yeah, we're we're more than just a six pack, a twelve pack, or a tap handle you fall, find in your local bar and restaurant. I mean, you know, consumers are at the epicenter of everything we do. And so being able to create that experience with them where they get the experience, like our culture, our vibe is just so fun. That's so. fantastic. And it's so true. You guys are just so great at anything involving like the community. It's just so much fun. So y'all did a great job. And then of course, Ty, I know you, but people listening may not know you. So how about you introduce yourself and tell us what you do with Tilray? Okay. Well, hello, everybody. So I'm the president of Tilray Beer Division. Been here about eight months. Prior to this, I spent about three years running one of the largest beer distributors in the U.S. out of Texas. A little bit before then, I, I ran a startup company in the beverage alcohol space. And the majority of my career was spent at a company called Diageo. Uh, Diageo operates in spirits, beer, and wine, where I held a lot of executive roles for a long period of time and moved my family all over the U.S., you know, hitched them on the back of planes where they didn't want to go and, and uh, <laughs> left places that they loved that we had to move from. So it's been a 25 plus year in this industry and it's just a lot of fun. Could not be more excited to be joining Tilray. When I started, well, funny story, when I started was Sweetwater Alpine Green Flash. The day I started is the day we actually closed on Montauk. Oh, wow. So we picked up another another brand, Montauk, which is just an amazing brand out of Montauk, Long Island, that's doing some really, really cool things. And um, yeah, I've been here for a little over eight months and lived in Atlanta before. So I, I know about Atlanta and the culture and the vibe. Nice. Um, you know, but I really got to learn about Sweetwater, the brand and Alpine and Green Flash and now Montauk. Just Tilray's a really, really special company. Uh, there's a lot of talented people that care that we want to make a difference in our employees' lives and the community. And we are a consumer product company that wants to make a difference. And we have a lot of awesome brands that uh, we can do some amazing things with. You really do. And speaking of the different brands that you have, y'all just purchased eight pretty big brands in craft beer breweries. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, some big news a few weeks ago. So, you know, we've been working with ABI for quite some time now as we continue to think about how we build out Tilray brands. As you probably know, we're a CPG company. We're the leading cannabis company in Canada. We're the leading medical cannabis company in Europe. We have a hemp food division, Manitoba Harvest, where we're the number one hemp food in the U.S. And now we also have this beverage alcohol platform. So we have a beer division and we also own Breckenridge Distillery. And so wow. as we kind of look forward, you know, we're really thinking about how we continue to diversify our portfolio, you know, so you got a portion sitting in in, in cannabis in Canada, which, um, you know, we cannot touch anything with regards to cannabis here in the U.S. It's just not federally like regulated. Hopefully it's uh, regulated medical soon. Cannabis. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm not a decision maker in that. So <laughs> I um, will we'll leave that to others to decide, you know, so. But, but until that happens, you know, we think the beverage alcohol space is just a tremendous space to play. And yeah, you know, a big announcement a few weeks ago, eight brands, four production facilities, 
Wow. Uh, we go from uh, about 4 million cases to about 12 million cases. Whoa. And, uh, you know, really just felt like, you know, we were able to choose the brands that we felt would really help kind of build out our portfolio, whether it be from a consumer, from a geographical standpoint, just the experience, the story and the history of some of these brands mm-hmm. are just amazing. Right. I mean, you think about Red Hook and I think it started in 1981 or, or, you know, Red Hook and Whitmer. It's just like there's just a lot of history that goes with these brands. And we feel like, you know, we picked up eight brands that are really going to help us reach the plateau of where we're going in this space. It's fantastic. I was so excited when I heard the news. I was totally cheering for y'all because I once I heard that you all had bought Sweetwater because I really didn't know anything about y'all. And then ever since I've met you all and got gotten to know you and seen what you've done with Sweetwater. I'm just like, I'm really excited and I know it's going to be really cool. And so kind of taking it back to a few years ago when you all decided to get more into the beverage space, the craft beer space, what was it that motivated Tilray to acquire Sweetwater? I can't speak into that specifically. Mm-hmm. I obviously wasn't here, you know, but 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 talking with, with Irwin and, and team, diversifying our portfolio mm-hmm. is really, really important. The beverage out alcohol space is very, very dynamic, right? It's really, really dynamic. It's competitive, but brands matter. You know, Irwin and this team has a long history of building brands, right? And this is a really, really big category. It's north of $100 billion. And so there's a lot of space to go and continue to build out brands. I think um, if you do look forward and when and if cannabis ever gets federally regulated in the U.S., you know, to have a distribution network and have brands that kind of fit that active lifestyle environment. You know, we feel pretty confident that, you know, we can continue to think about how we play in this consumer product space and give consumers something that they're looking for in the right way. You know, and Sweetwater is a great brand. I mean, you think about it, it's been around for over 26 years now, and it's the number, I think, the number two craft brand in the Southeast. It's the number one craft brand in Georgia. Mm -hmm. We have a production facility in Colorado, and it's doing really well there. I mean, it's launched some innovations, our, our new Sweetwater gummies. That we just launched. We just launched about a month and a half ago off to an amazing fast start, which is exciting to see. And so, yeah, I mean, Sweetwater is a great brand. And I think, again, the brands we picked up, I mean, just so much, so much room of opportunity. I think that is so genius. And I am so fascinated by the way that you all have expanded into this industry. It's just completely genius because, yeah, whenever I'm being hopeful here, of course, because whenever it is legalized here, that's just such a great way to just go ahead and get things out there and 420 fest will be even more fun so (laughs) well yeah i mean you know caroline if you think about it right i mean we had the 420 fest in in atlanta at our tap room Mm -hmm. right and so now if i think about next year on april 20th which i believe is a saturday Mm -hmm. right um there could be a possibility where we have a 420 fest in portland and one in bend and one in breckenridge and one in Denver and, you know, one in Atlanta and one in Fort Collins and one in Patchogue. I mean, like we now have so much opportunity with when when the deal closes to really think about what what the possibilities are, which is exciting. You know, and, and 420 Fest is about bringing friends and experiences and music together. 
right? And that's what we kind of stand for. And that's so exciting. So whether it's Sweetwater, another brand that you know that we're going to acquire once we close, that that's the fun part about this is uh, how can we create those memorable experiences for our consumers and create lifelong fans. Exactly. I love that. That is so exciting. And whenever we Whenever that starts happening and more festivals are happening, just let me know. I'll staple papers for y'all if I can get out to those festivals. <laughs> just keep me, keep me in mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we can take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been with the company for eight months now, and being in this pretty great position, what has it been like since you got started? Because I feel like there's been a lot of really great footing made with Sweetwater as far as the integration process. So what are some challenges and successes that you? noticed with this process with you all i think i'll start with the i'll start with the positive Mm -hmm. because i think there's always good things that happen with regards to integration like i said we closed on montauk i think the day i started and so that was a a big piece of integration you know there's been all kinds of good things that have come from that right so first and foremost you know montauk had some incredibly talented people that we were able to bring over to our organization and i'm a firm believer that if you have great people and you have inspired employees, great things can happen, right? So that's first and foremost is that you you get to tap into some really, really talented folks as we've gone through this integration. I think, too, I think, you know, Montauk, you know, made some really, really good beer. I think our brewers felt that they could continue to make great beer, if not even maybe enhance it a little bit. And so I think, you know, the product that we're putting out there in the marketplace is just really, really great product. Then you start to think about, you know, just other ways that we've been able to be smart about things. So, you know, how can we think about logistics, right? You know, how we get product from point A to point B and do it in a smarter, more efficient way, right? You know, as we think about sustainability, if I can send less trucks out on the road with more products in that truck, I'm being more sustainable with how I do everything, right? From procurement, right? How do we go out there and start to purchase the best of the best, whether it be, you know, working with our our can manufacturer, working with our hops or our malts manufacturers, like we've been able to integrate in all of the procurement. So there's been a lot of good things that have happened with this. You know, one of the toughest things with any integration is that when you bring two companies together, like how do you integrate sometimes two different cultures and two different ways of working? And, you know, what I've experienced in this deal, um, having done several in my lifetime, is that um, if done right and if you keep those lines of communication open, kind of bring both into this family, it's it's been, it's you know, it's nothing's perfect, but it's been really good integration, you know, and I think it's, uh, you know, we've increased the number of people and we have a lot of folks out there that now see that we're, what, 10th to the ninth largest and we're now going to go from the ninth to the fifth largest craft brewer. And so I think a lot of people like you are going, oh, wow, what, what's this What's this company doing here? It looks like they're creating something really, really special over there. And how do I become part of it? You know, and that's, that's ultimately what we want. It's so true, because one of the most difficult parts that I see of that kind of happened with, you know, when AB InBev was taking up brands, everything like that, that sometimes the sort of the essence and the brand identity um, sometimes gets sacrificed. And it seems like you all are doing the opposite of that. You're really making sure that those brand identities stay there. Because as far as I can see, Sweetwater's 
you know, I've always loved Sweetwater and they got even better. So just really giving them more breathing room to to get things done and really live into to their brand identity. And so with these new brands coming on, these all have pretty specific brand identities too. How are you all going to continue that with the new brands that were just purchased? Well, that's a that's a great question. If I knew <laughs> I knew the answer today, <laughs> I might be somewhere else. Um, you know, it's it's, I think from my point of view, it all starts with really understanding the brand story and the brand voice and understanding the evolution that these brands have gone through um, and kind of what stage they are at this point. I think the best thing that we can do is we can go out and talk to a lot of people and ask a lot of questions and listen, because that's really when you find out where the rubber hits the road and, and what the vibe is around those. And then from that, I think we have to, you know, no different than Sweetwater or what we're doing with Montauk is there's things that I firmly believe we have to stay true to because it's part of the fabric of that brand. But there's probably some spaces that we can go and explore, you know, whether it be through innovation or whether it be through voice or other means. I think that's where we're going to have to try to, to, to wrestle together. And then you bring on the challenge of now having 12 brands and doing that all together. And where do they overlap? and where do they have to play kind of independent becomes kind of cool and unique. You mentioned festivals, like, you know, music. A lot of companies try to get into music in a lot of different ways, right? You know, with us now having 12 taproom brew houses across the U.S. that um, a lot of them have potential to to do music festivals, et cetera. Like, I think multiple brands can bring their vibes to festivals in different ways. And I don't have to do anything I can just be authentic, right? Like I bring in cool brands and I offer great bands, offer great bands <laughs> and maybe link in some innovation that tells a different story about what we're trying to do. And that becomes fun. And people remember that. For sure. It makes such a big difference with that too. So it's cool that you all are intentional with it. And also it's almost a green flag that you kind of don't have, you know, most specific answer yet. Cause it means that you're listening and that you're willing to go with the flow with these new brands. So I think that's really cool. I think, you know, I firmly believe that some of the best companies out there, you have to develop a strategy, but you also have to be flexible. Um, you have to learn that sometimes you have to pivot and those that can pivot faster than others because they recognize something are those that tend to be at the top of the charts. And, uh, you know, that's what we've done with Sweetwater. I mean, I know when I started, there was a pathway going down, you know, kind of hard right. And we kind of veered it back to the middle and, uh, you know, launched a, a, a lager with a new red, white, and blue packaging. We got into canned cocktail spirits, yeah. which have done amazing. And then, and then got into our newest innovation gummies, which has just been a rocket ship over the last uh, couple months. And wow. so our ability to kind of pivot and listen to the consumer and listen to our customers is critical to our success. That's incredible. Okay, what's in the gummies? Do they taste like beer, or is there something? Well, so that's a that's that's, that's a real that's a really great question. So it so it is a beer. Okay. So, um, so it is a fruit forward, flavor forward, uh, double IPA. That uh, so we have two flavors. We have tropical, and we have fruit punch. Uh, they're both coming in about nine and a half percent alcohol by volume. Oh my gosh, and, that's amazing. Um, and so, but I think if you were to ask a lot of folks, they would say it is fruit forward. It doesn't really taste like beer <laughs> and you can't tell there's nine and a half percent alcohol in it. And so it's really kind of, you know, I think this is as we Tilray 
brands and Tilray Beer Division, one of our mantras is that we want to make craft beer cool again. And that's a big word, make craft beer cool again. But I firmly believe that consumers out there love beer. They love craft beer. And they're waiting for somebody to go play in this space to make beer fun and cool. Consumers love flavor and they, you know, they like high ABV and low ABV. And we're going to be able to play in both of those. And this is our kind of first array into this. And, uh, you know, as we attract more female consumers, I think Mm -hmm. our ability to attract more female consumers or more African-American consumers, more Hispanic consumers into the craft industry is really, really important. And by us making beer fun and cool, I think we're going to attract uh, more than the traditional consumer that drinks crap beer. So I see you smiling yeah. when I say gummies, right? Yeah, and I got I need I to send excited. you some and then you need to try it. Then you're going to, I think not only are you going to smile, you're going to walk away and say, oh, this is really cool. Like, this is awesome. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know I'm drinking a beer. Like, this is so much fun. Well, and y'all are the ultimate cool because you're making craft beer cool again before it's not cool. So (laughs) I still think craft beer is cool, but I totally get it because, yeah, some people are like there's a lot of exhaustion out there in the market, I think, with so many brands popping up. But I think it's settling out. So, no, this is just getting ahead of it because I am immediately intrigued by Sweetwater Gummies and them being high ABV. It's good to know. And then also you were speaking about seems like there's a lot of diversity, equity and inclusion that you all are focusing on. And because it's crucial in today's business landscape, the landscape is changing more and more people are getting involved in these industries. And so what are some initiatives or programs that you all have implemented to encourage diversity, equity, and inclusion within the company? Yeah, so I'm, we're trying to do a lot. I think the best example is back in February, I believe, during Black History Month, uh, we held a DNI session uh, for our, all of our employees, really just kind of starting to talk about what diversity and inclusion is. And it was an open forum. We actually had outside moderators that came in and kind of talked to us. And it was just so awesome just to see employees from all different functions get actively involved and ask questions. And, you know, we worked in groups and pairs and it was really, really fun. Um, so I think we're going to continue to think about how we do that. You know, I think there's a big piece around us developing broader mentoring programs through our company, right? So that folks have individuals that they can talk to and kind of mentor them. It's, it's great to see some of the diversity that happens within a craft brewer. You know, I, I go out and I look at our brewers and we have some female brewers, which is just awesome. You know, it's just great to, to see that. It's just so, so exciting. I think there's some other things, you know, we're trying to also think about how we bring DE&I to life in our community. So we've teamed up with Atlanta, 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 which is a yeah, Atlantucky. I can't ever say that correctly. <laughs> Atlantucky. It took me a and while. So we teamed up with them and doing some collaborations, which has been really, really exciting. We're also working with Chasing Eight Waterfalls. They're a local nonprofit dedicated in empowering and encouraging Black women to embrace the great outdoors and promote diversity. And so we're working with them. So we're trying to do a lot within the communities to really kind of promote that, which is exciting. That's so incredible. And I love that it's not just Black History Month for you. But outside of that, it's, you know, it's a year round effort for you all. And yes, when you all were talking about the collaborations you have with Atlantucky, I am so excited. Those guys are skinny and scales. They are 
long friends of the podcast. Absolutely love them. So the, I, I know it's just so cool for them because you all, so you not only do the collaboration, but you also have the beer on tap in the brewery to raise awareness of these other breweries. Yep, we, we did. Yeah, there was a whole plan that we put in place. It was Blackberry. It was something Blackberry. I forget the name of the beer. Oh, it, it was like a, oh my gosh, was it like a Blackberry wheat ale? Uh, I, we'd, we'd have to ask probably Evan or somebody. They could probably tell you, but we'll, we'll get what it was. I just know I heard awesome reviews about it. Was it was delicious. So. It was amazing because they had it at their brewery too. And I remember trying it and it yeah. was it was fantastic. And you've already talked about collaboration and how it's, you know, especially during these acquisitions, being the bigger company and coming on with these smaller companies, it seems like you all are doing a great job of encouraging collaboration. And then how are you going to foster that with the new brands that you've acquired? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good question. I, I think the simple answer is like to be determined. I bet a lot of these brands and per- production facilities are already doing some collaborations. And so I think how we think about that in, in a broader sense could be really, really exciting. I, I just, I don't know yet. It's it's a really good question. I think there's brands that have a long history of doing collaborations or that want to do collaborations and how you make it work for both parties and make it show up you know, in a community in an authentic way becomes really, really important. That's going to be my provocation to the entire group is how do we explore that, right? Mm-hmm. That everything should be on the table and then we should think about what this looks like. I just think you look at the landscape today in beverage alcohol, whether it be beer or spirits, you know, and kind of the things that are happening. And uh, there's just a big playground out there to really kind of think about how we do collaborations and how we invest in community and do things in a fun way, which is cool. And so whether it's in Atlanta or it's New York or it's Portland, or it shows up in Northwest Arkansas. I think there's things that we can do in a, in a fun and exciting way. That is really exciting. It's great to see it. And you all have been putting into practice. So it's you're already doing it, which is fantastic. These new brands are very lucky to have y'all. We hope to close in the next 30 to 45 days. So it's, uh, it's business as usual until we close. So <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't do anything, I can't do anything yet. I think there's a lot that we're going to be able to do, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, if... If you look at some of the things that we've done currently with with Sweetwater, right? We've we've made a major investment into Mercedes Benz Dome and ATL Live, right? Yeah. We we are doing a partnership with the Georgia Aquarium, right? Montauk. We did a big partnership with City Field and the Mets, and we did a big deal with Saratoga Springs and the Belmont Stakes, right? Um, so I think that you know, we will continue to think about how can we reach a mass number of consumers in a smart and fun and authentic way, uh, which might involve things like outdoors or festivals or events, et cetera, becomes really, really exciting. I think innovation will continue to play a really critical role. I think the the consumer today wants innovation. And um, I, I feel really, really confident that you know we walk around free like there's not a there's not a bad idea that doesn't go on the whiteboard that we don't explore and i think when you can foster that type of you know kind of culture um there's great things that happen 
That's incredible because in innovation, yeah, of course, stay, setting yourself apart, like, you know, with the gummies and the um, RTDs, that just, it really does set you apart. And being able to have the resources as well is such a huge game changer. So that way, whenever you do have these ideas, you can act on them a lot faster and get, you know, almost in-house market research. Yeah, I mean, think about it. What, six six or seven years ago, um, the seltzer category really didn't exist, mm -hmm. right? And the seltzer category became, you know, a almost it became the fifth largest category in beer. Um, you know, so it's uh, you know, the, the the consumer is open to exploring new spaces. You just have to do it authentically. The product has to taste. The liquid has to taste good. But there's still a lot of white space out there that I think these brands. Uh, give us the opportunity to play in. That's great. You you really do focus on consumer engagement, which is, of course, vital for brand loyalties. I think it's incredible. I'm excited to see what you all do with it. And then, of course, looking ahead, what are some key goals and aspirations that you all have for you know Sweetwater and these new brands that you're taking on? I know you said the sale is final in 30, 45 days, but what are some developments that you're excited about, if you can mention any? If I think about it, if you, if you take out some of the the metrics that we just you know we can't talk about what what becomes really really important to me is the quality of beer is really really important right so we're a craft brewer you know people expect that what they taste is really really good and so there will be a metric that we continue to produce some of the best tasting and award-winning beers out there, right? I mean, because we're getting a lot of brands that have won a ton of rewards, right? If you look at 10 Barrel and the consistent number wow, of yeah. awards that they win. So I think we have to continue to do that. That becomes important. I think how we start to leverage data and insights and think about how we tap into different consumer groups, again, whether it be into more females or into a 25 to 32 versus how craft indexes 35 plus, um, that becomes really, really important, right? And so how do we recruit new consumers into the category? Well, ultimately, you know, we want to grow the category, right? If, if we can be viewed as a growth driver, so we're helping drive category growth, it's a very profitable category for distributors and for retailers, that becomes a good thing. I, I want to continue to look at this. Yes, we have to do things for our shareholders, right? And deliver on our performance metrics. But if we're doing the right things and we're driving the category and we help bring, you know, craft back into that leading position um, in high dollar amounts, that's good for everybody. And that's what we want to continue to do. And, and we're going to be at the forefront. We're going to we're going to work fast. We're going to leverage our insights. We're going to leverage our capabilities. We're going to move with some pace and bring out innovation that is going to stop people in the stores or in the in the bars and say, oh, wow. <laughs> Um, I want to try that. And then after they try that, they're going to say, oh, wow, like, <laughs> like this is this is my new fave. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how I felt after I tried the most recent lager that y'all came out with. Every time I see it now, I always order it. Yeah. No, it's, it's amazing product and the packaging that, that that new red, white and blue packaging that the team put together is just like it just looks so awesome. Oh, on yeah. Display on the shelf. Oh, so. it's it's so great and perfect timing for the summer. Oh, it's fantastic. And then just kind of on a more personal note. So you've been with the company for eight months. It's been I'm sure it's been more of a whirlwind than what we can see because you've been cool as a cucumber. But what would you <laughs> What would you say have been the most rewarding aspects of working on this 
integration with Sweetwater and these new brands that you've taken on? You know, it's I'm surrounded by a lot of really, really good people, which is great. The executive team, Irwin, and the executive team at, at Tilray Brands. I mean, this is a really this is a really special place to work, and I've worked at some really, really awesome companies in my career. I put this at the the top of the chart, and so when you're surrounded with really great people and people that care and people that want to make a difference and people that want to do it the right way. You know, it, it doesn't always feel like work. It feels like, you know, this is just something you want to do. And that's probably been some of the most rewarding things. We have a lot of talented employees in our team and just, you know, kind of at the stage where I am today to be able to spend time with those employees and help them think about their career and what five and 10 years look like and wow. how they have the capabilities to do, you know, roles like mine or even even above that. That's just fun and exciting to me. I remember back that some people have, you know, they bet on me way back when. And, uh, you know, so if, so if I and and we can return that same favor, then I think we're making a difference in the world. And that's, and that's what's important. That's incredible. It's always so good to hear that. And I can definitely hear the passion that you have in your voice and just how excited you get. It's, it's so cool because it's like, you know, you're like a kid in a candy store anytime we're in, in Sweetwater and you get to talk about the product. It's so much fun. Oh, uh, I am. I, I say I have like a couple hundred thousand, you know, barrel. I know I, <laughs> I, I don't know what I call it, but I like, just like this, like this laboratory right there in my, you know, my back pocket. I can walk down there and kick around ideas. And that's what's you know, Carolyn, that's what's so cool. It's like, it's just being able to go and just talk with people. Like business doesn't have to be about PowerPoint presentations and, and all these things. Like just being able to go and talk to people. And, and there's just so many ideas that are floating around. And it's like, it's like this Rubik's cube, right? My job is to take all these ideas and spin this thing around and make it all look like one color. And then it's like, all right, let's go. You know, and that's, and that's what's fun. That's so cool. I, I love that. I, I'm so excited for what you all have coming up. And I've absolutely loved being part of anything that you all do. And then last couple of questions. These are just fun questions. What would you say is your desert island beer? My desert island beer. Yeah. If you were trapped on um, a deserted island and only one fridge that was filled with one type of beer, what would it be? Uh, you know, this is, this is hard. Like, this is like... This is like saying, you know, if you have, if I have three kids and they all are in, <laughs> in activities, like I can only go to one, like, which one do I choose? So I, I, there's not a right answer here. Right. So I, I, I would say I'm going to, I'm going to make it plural. Right. Um, because I, I think that's probably, probably, uh, the, the better answer. Um, you know, I, I would definitely have Sweetwater 420 part of that. Oh yeah. I would I would have our new Sweetwater canned spirit cocktails. Um I'm a huge the, the citrus. I absolutely love that. And then Montauk, I love their surf beer. That product is really really good. So if if I were to have, you know, a fridge, those would be probably the three that I would throw in there. I could keep going, but you, you said one, but I'll, I'll answer with three. How about that? That's totally, You know so. what? There's three shelves in a fridge, so you can you can fill up those <laughs> shelves. It's totally fine. <laughs> and then last fun question. What is your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song. You know, this is a funny fact is um, I, I can't remember artists. I don't really – I. <laughs> I have a really, really good memory. I, I I can remember a lot of things, but the, 
the two things I can't remember is I can't remember movies and people that are in them, and I can't remember songs and who sings them. So that's okay. Um, I I don't I don't know. Like um, I I recently was out uh, in San Diego. We have a new Alpine outpost there at Petco Park. Oh, cool. Uh, which is like this outdoor like tap room. We went and saw Morgan Wallen. And uh, so Morgan fun. Wallen, Morgan Wallen has a song that he wrote about his mom. I can't, I don't Aww. know how the song goes about his mom and that, you know, his mom is looking over him. And I, I looked over and I saw my son and my wife kind of like with their arms around each other. And so oh. if I were to do a karaoke right now, I'd probably try to remember the name of the song and I'd try to remember some of the words. How about that? That sounds perfect. <laughs> That's so nice. That's so heartfelt. Usually people are like, oh yeah, living on a prayer after like eight years, <laughs> but no, you made it like so sweet. That's so nice. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been so great. I'm so excited to learn more about Tilray and what y'all have coming up and then just the acquiring of these new brands. This is so exciting. And I just appreciate you taking the time to spend it with me today. Cool. Awesome. Well, good to see you. You're welcome back anytime. Awesome. You need to come and, and try out gummies. Yes. And uh, once the deal closes, we'll, uh, we'll do official like toast and we'll, we'll bring all the brands in and, and we'll have some fun and would love to get your ideas on things that we could do. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm always down to give unsolicited advice and uh, on my unprofessional opinion of just loving beer. So anytime. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. That was such a fun episode. Uh, I Ty is just such a great guy. I was so nervous the first time that I met him because I mean he's this president with a huge company, and but he's so chill and so nice. I had a total blast hanging out with him and the rest of the Tilray crew at Fort Twenty Fest. All of them, everybody I've met with Tilray is so much fun. So I'm really happy for Sweetwater. It seems like they're in really good hands, and I am not worried at all with these new brands that Tilray's acquired. I, I think it's going to be a really great move. I'm excited about it. Let me know your thoughts. You know, hit me up in my Instagram DMs. Shoot me an email. My email is caroline at bitchbeerpodcast.com. If you ever have any questions or suggestions or just want to say hello, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please make sure you're following me on Instagram for the latest updates. Um, I definitely want to give a big shout out and thank you to the band Sweet Crude for our title song, Parlez-nous et It is one of my favorite Cajun songs and it translates to let's talk about drinking which is um, very on brand for us also just another heads up the actors and writers strike is still going on and it is really hard time for actors and writers and anybody really in the film industry um, you know definitely read up on it um, at the Screen Actors Guild or the Writers Guild of America to know exactly what's going on it's a little complicated but you know, I can assure you we're not just doing this for no reason. It's there's a lot that goes into it. You know, actors and writers deserve to be compensated for the entertainment that you take in. So when you watch a show on Netflix, when you stream anything, you know, the writers and the actors, they deserve to be paid for that and royalties. So also AI is taking over. So we got to be careful with that because technically if, you know, the way AI works, somebody could just copy my voice and create their own bitch beer podcast and I'd be you know, out of a job. So please nobody do that. Um, 
or tell AI that they can do that because I'd rather not. I like doing this. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all so much for listening. We've got a lot of great episodes coming up. For sure, keep posted um, on Instagram with what's coming up next. And have an amazing Oktoberfest season. Yeah, shoot me a, shoot me a comment on Instagram. Like, where are you going for Oktoberfest? We, we all need to hang out. I know I'm definitely going to like Wild Leap and Halfway and – um, I know Firemaker's doing a lot of stuff. Every, everybody's doing stuff for Oktoberfest. I think it'll be fun. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining, and I will see y'all in a couple weeks. Cheers. la volée Oh, parlez-nous à boire Non pas du mariage Toujours en regrettant Nos jolis temps passés Si que tu te manies Avec un vilain fille T'es dans le grand danger Faudra tu fais ta vie avec Oh, parlez-nous à See?